This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. I hope you all had a wonderful Dasehra, Durga Puja and whatever it's called in other parts of the country. Well, that day had a parade by the RSS which was live telecast on most news channels. We shall discuss that, but before that, I would as usual like to ask you to subscribe to newslaundry.com. Whatever platform you listen to this podcast on, come to our website newslaundry.com. We have several podcasts, articles, opinion pieces and videos. And we don't take advertising because we believe when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers are served. So please do come to News Laundry and subscribe and help to pay to keep news free because unless you do, news will die. One more appeal, you will be thrilled and maybe surprised to know because I know I was surprised to learn that two of our podcasts have been shortlisted in the for the Asia Podcast Awards. Now the Asia Podcast Awards has two categories. One is the education category where believe it or not let's talk about has been nominated. And the other category is Asia's best podcast where believe it or not Awful and Awesome has been shortlisted. So while we are recovering from that shocking surprise and up dear Hafta has been left out but that's because they don't have a news category. I think they want to remain you know non-controversial. So do log on to asiapodcastawards.com I repeat log on to asiapodcastawards.com and click on the best podcast category and you know vote for awful and awesome and in the other category which is the education category vote for let's talk about so with that appeal I will hand over to Manisha who is going to oh let me introduce the panel first and then because I've just had my pupils dilated I had an eye test checkup so I still can't read anything so she'll be reading out the mails and stuff but today on the panel we have manisha pande hello madhut rehan who's back after two week hiatus hi we have our latest addition to the team news laundry we have mehraj who has been earlier with scroll india today and because i can't read he will introduce where else he has been uh, indian express and catch news i see and you've been in as a journalist for how long uh, about uh, about 10 11 years so welcome mehraj to news laundry and Thank your you. first hafta I'm glad to be I, here i hope you enjoy it. try to get a word in because otherwise <laughs> i don't stop talking <laughs> I, so i will so. i will try okay you will try and anand vardhan our regular opinion writer hi anand welcome hi. back um so manisha why don't you start off with what all dominated the news and then we shall get into the hafta Yes, uh, Morgan Bhagwat's speech on the Shara made a lot of news. It was telecast live across private television channels and DD. He basically said that lynching is a Western construct which is used to defame India. So that bit of his uh, statement really made a lot of news. Um, he said that basically there's no Indian context to lynching, and it's something that's part of other religious texts. Um, after that, Rafael, uh, India got its first fighter jet from France, and Rajnath Singh. received it he uh, conducted a shastra puja put a little om on the aircraft and uh, there were images of little nimboos on the tire and that also generated some controversy it was definitely prime time news for some reason because uh, uh, i think also th- that uh, the video of modi went viral because modi was ma- making fun many years ago of some chief minister i don't know who he was maybe he was taking a dig at mamta or maybe he was taking a dig at uh, he was taking at- a dig at siddaramaiah if i'm not mistaken because during the karnataka elections in one of the rallies there was a person i think something was being chidcoing on him and that became yeah. a bit of so a so he was taking a dig at another chief minister and he said wo nimbu lagate hain mirchi lagate hain maine kaha aise logon ke aise logon ko diya desh tab to desh ka whatever beda garg ho jayega type 
and of हाँ. course people juxtapose <laughs> that with Rajnath Singh <laughs> doing the nimbu mirchi on Rafal hmm uh, Rajnath Singh uh, shot back at all his detractors and said this is our faith and uh, there's nothing to be ashamed in doing the shastra puja life gives you nimbus yeah <laughs> do shastra puja no but there's a the problem with that is he's the defense minister of india the defense minister of the socialist secular republic of india hmm so yeah you can uh, do it to your like own private jet but i don't think it's appropriate <laughs> to do it to the this thing hmm kejriwal was supposed to be visiting denmark for a climate summit he's been refused um by the ministry of external affairs they cited uh, they said that basically he will not be given political clearance and according to one uh, quote uh, by the external affairs minister uh, it's said that he's basically not a mayor so he doesn't have the it's a conference of mayors of 100 cities of asia so since he's not a mayor he can't attend it and anyway, he's uh, addressing them via satellite yeah. video call yeah on, on uh, and and briefing them on the turnaround of delhi's air pollution and stuff yeah. election time is back again haryana and maharashtra set to go to polls and i think it's perhaps the most um insipid. boring insipid elections ever like i think there's like nothing election like hmm. there is no opposition i guess but anyway speeches are making some news amit shah said that every illegal immigrant chunchunke will be thrown out of the country and the next time they come to uh, seek votes in 2024 they would have gotten rid of every single intruder from the country so has any journalist so far asked him where will you send them God like goodness. when he said hum inko nikal denge kahan bhejenge kaun lega when they meet the bangladesh prime minister they are like nahi nahi aapko darne ki zarurat nahi hai so i don't know where bay of bengal i think they plan to just send hmm. the building camps so well yeah hmm um shiv sena which has zero presence in haryana has given a poll ticket to uh, someone who is accused of attacking uh, jnu's umar khalid and attacking with i mean was shot at umar khalid last year what's his name navin dalal navin dalal yeah. so yeah. in fact he had said that it is my gift to the nation outside constitution club those of you may remember there was this two men ran away hmm. when there was apparently an attempt on umar khalid Uh, the gun fell out of their hand or something so not only is he dangerous he's also clumsy yeah so that's <laughs> so he basically he's right up shifts in azali <laughs> and uh, bjp also gave a ticket to a tiktok uh, video star sonali fogat and she uh, made a kind of speech then she went back on it cuz she in her yeah, speech said like that yeah she like basically threatened her own so somebody commented like earlier politicians would come and be humble at least during votes and say please vote the order she literally dhamkaoured them and said you go to pakistan if you don't vote for me and then let's say sorry <laughs> you don't have to go to pakistan you don't vote so an fir was filed against 49 writers and filmmakers who had appealed to prime minister modi to stop the mob lynchings uh, this fir was squashed timely and now there's going to be a counter fir against the person who filed the fir but now he's done something else right miraj yeah he's gone to the court saying that this was done under political pressure so you should charge them all over again so the man who had filed a complaint against the 49 people was charged by the police now he's done a counter complaint in the magistrate, the magistrate saying that he's being and some politician has said that we haven't done it javadkar javadkar basically said that yet tukre tukre gang is to be blamed for all these rumors being spread about the center and we had nothing to do with that fascinating another kind of stuff that makes news in our country <laughs> hmm. um bihar yeah so the closure there's a closure report in the case and uh, are 
uh, also made news earlier in the week where the Supreme Court finally stepped in and said that no need to cut trees and the civic authorities, uh, basically the municipal corporation said, but we've already cut whatever what we wanted, wanted to. <laughs> so they cut on Friday, Saturday, basically they went on a, I think they cut some... 1,000 Yeah, 1,000 odd trees. Mm. They arrested, detained about 29 people who were later released, activists who were protesting against them. Mm. And now the case is going to be heard sometime in October, around October 21st. Right. I don't know for what reason because it's they've practically done what they wanted to do. Aditya Thakre, while he was vociferously tweeting against it, didn't show up for any of the protests. Um, and but the committee that approved these trees being cut had people from the NCP, that had people from the Shiv Sena, had people from the BJP. Mm-hmm. It was across party lines. Yeah. But I think Uddhav Thakre's rhetoric on this. And I mean, Shiv Sena runs BMC, so. Yeah, but he said if you vote us back into, if you vote us into power, the people who cut are they will be punished. So I, he was pretty directly taking on the BJP. But they I think are this in is, power right now, like with BJP. Uh, no, I think he meant Chief Minister because they're also making sounds like I had promised Bala Sahab ki ham Shiv Sena ka. Mukhyamantri banayenge. So anyway, I I don't think that's a possibility. But JNK uh, is in news, or I mean, as it has been for the past sixty days. National conference leaders uh, meet Farooq and Umar Abdullah uh, two months into their detention. There was also news of POK protesters being stopped from marching towards the line of control against to protest against the scrapping of special status but I think you were saying that this is a bit of a yeah, exaggerated just, yeah, report yeah, yeah, because it's like some people organized by the liberation front the mm. POK chapter so they are trying to march and they have anyway told them we'll, we'll only allow you until Chakoti which is like 3 kilometers from the LOC so the cameras wouldn't have got them anyway no, so no. then they said and there's only it's a handful of people from what I heard from back there oh, so I see. you're from Kashmir I am from Kashmir Where? so I have some uh, it's a place called uh, Rafiabad it's in Baramla district mm-hmm. so about 15-16 uh, kilometers from Baramla but I have some relatives on the other side. So mm-hmm. I was speaking to them and they said it's nothing. It's How's connectivity on the other side? Connectivity is fine if you call on like WhatsApp and stuff. But okay. other, this becomes very problematic if you call on the phone. Regular phones. Yeah. I see. Hmm. Uh, GNK governor also rolled back the tourist advisory uh, warning against travel to Kashmir. So tourists can now go to Kashmir. So now everyone's booking up, and I'm then, sure. But they'll have to leave their phones at home, I suppose. It can be a little bit like a Vipassana in Kashmir because you'll be completely out of touch. So you can just go there, meditate. Hmm. Might not find anything to eat also because <laughs> there are no hotels working. Yeah. Shaila Rashid announced her decision to quit electoral politics. That was easy come, easy go. Um, I mean, yeah, I think it's also how she's worded electoral. That means she won't contest election, but she's yeah. staying here on the party. She hasn't quit the party. So. No, no, not the party. Just so the I, th- I mean, yeah, yeah I... I really don't know what that means. I just think it means that you don't have... I mean, it's too early to fight elections, I guess. Yeah, and I mm. think with the political leadership opposition being detained, her point was that it's it's not going to be mm. fair, the coming elections. So, um, Chinese Premier Xi Jinping is here to meet Prime Minister Modi on the 11th and 12th. He's in Chennai. It's the dominating news all of today. Uh, there were really disturbing images of school children wearing Xi masks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> with their little plates. Um, China, uh, of course, Kashmir is going to make a little bit of news and China said that uh, status, standard line that India and Pakistan should resolve dispute. Hmm. Uh, White House, in world news, White House has said that it will not cooperate with impeachment inquiry against President Donald Trump. And Syria, uh, the Turkish, uh, um, Donald Trump turning his back on the Kurds and saying we're turning our back because they didn't help us in Normandy <laughs> made a bit of news. <laughs> Is that what he said? He said they didn't help us in Second World War during Normandy. The Kurds weren't there. 
Is that what so he said? He said it. Okay, you know, he just keeps changing <laughs> what he's saying. But basically, context. I thought that was the Kurds insane. were helping the US fight ISIS. Yeah, for almost uh, three years, they lost about 1,100 of their fighters. They really like, I think, took on ISIS. And, and now that the US is withdrawing its troops, Turkey is moving in and bombing them. And why Turkey is bombing them is because Kurds, I mean, there are about, I think, 30 million of them spread across Syria, Turkey, Iraq and Iran. And they want their own nation. And... and Turkey believes that these Kurds are in contact with the Kurds in Turkey who they consider yeah. terrorists. So the buffer between the Turkey army, you know, annihilating these Kurds was the U.S. army. And now that the U.S. army is gone, yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah. But but this is hardly the thing that Trump, this week, Trump completely went <laughs> off the rockers. Like that thing in my unmatched and immense wisdom. Yeah. Like, what yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. He signed off a tweet was beyond the pale. <laughs> I have not seen a worse tweet than that. In my unmatched wisdom. How do you say that? Unselfconsciously. He's amazing. And he signed it off saying, well, I'm president. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. There was another tweet he signed it off saying, well, I'm president. He was basically trashing Fox News. But yeah, I think Yeah, he's, that is also something. Yeah? He's Fox reached and Trends a level no which is just so if even Fox News has come out with this poll that 51% of Americans do want him impeached. impeached. Mm. He's got a problem. Of course, and he's sounding more and more hysterical. Let's start off with the Sarah Day. Yes. Um, Madhu, Mohan did you, Bhagavad's did you speech. watch? Did you watch the Sarah television? You were not in town, so I guess you didn't. No, I wasn't in the country. Yes, you I were in Maldives. In a, I was in a no-news, no-shoes place. So you were not allowed shoes or connectivity there. So it was like Vipassana. It was wonderful. Anyway, so the Sarah, uh, there was the live telecast of uh, these big medan of uh, men who were not exactly commando shape doing PT with Danda. And it was getting live coverage. And on th- in one window, there was this PT happening. And in the other window... <laughs> Their marching were... is the funniest. Yeah. It's such incoordinated marching they do. You know, I don't <laughs> fucking believe it. Yeah, like, don't show that. They should actually tell because these channels, and I guess, listen to them. They say, Bhagwat Ji par camera lagta hai, unki speech lagta hai, parade mat dikhana. Kyunki agar koi RSS se darta ho, aur parade dekh le, LCR, ye toh kya, ye kya karenge, ar inka toh chodo. It's like monkeys with clubs, yeah. No, but I, I think what disturbs me is when I see those Korean and Chinese soldiers marching like a machine man yeah and then i think that our guys no on on republic they are, are this no, thing is are very well perfect. Perfect. i think the forces of course are no great our forces are perfect mm. in that but even then when i see those they, it is just very intimidating mm. yeah the, the 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 coordination there is amazing but i just thought mohan bhagwat's speech it's i think slowly slowly like trump has moved what is normal and what is acceptable like we make fun of trump but he's moved it way this way I mean the discourse yeah. the discourse is like now as long as you don't say let's grab this one by the pussy that's good that's good enough you, I mean it's a very low bar I think with the kind of speeches that one shows in prime time and they are kind of endorsed in some sense whether there's this his lynching comment the normal has moved way into the like so what is the Hindi word for lynching there isn't apparently I mean, that's so that's just <laughs> describing somebody being beaten. Yeah, I'm sure. That, yeah, I don't. Is I there don't a know if one, there's word one for word for They must have invented one. After it came into discourse, they must have invented uh, some one word. But I don't. I'm not aware of that. But uh, but I just Hindi newspaper. So what did you think of Bhagwat's like speech? Bhagwat's speech. Um, I mean, say I just read bits of it in the newspapers. I didn't watch it. 
so means he said lot of things mm. so long speech a uh, lot of things but which particular thing which we need to talk about about his lynching or, or anything whatever else whatever you thought was remarkable mm. of what you read mm. no see lynching i i i have written also and i have said that what he said maybe because of the lack of gift of articulation that he he may have he uh, he was saying uh, see lynching is a subset of a larger means problem of mob justice in india mm. so uh, his his context was it is not something that has emerged uh, just uh, it is something over the last two or four years so we are essentially a retributive society so and because of the low compliance of rules and low confidence in law enforcing agencies lynching uh, happens because of child lifting rumors lynching happens because of lot of other regions and in lot of uh, things that like say bihar is witnessing four five lynching deaths daily in last two three months all of them are because of some rumor or some say petty confrontations so uh, i think i agree to a point that it's a, um, the uh, the communal uh, context given to lynching is a bit exaggerated hmm you what do you think miraj of his speech don't think that is actually accurate because mm. lynching this no, i'm not saying about oh. his speech i what i'm saying is that th- this only. things ca- comes uh, recycling in a recycling order in the news cycle mm. lynching lynching means uh, we, i think we have discussed it five or six times uh, mm. no, but in the case of bhagwat speech i mean i just thought it yeah, was really uninformed uh, and ignorant yeah, huh. what he said basically is it hap- it is in the other religious books yeah, basically which he was saying is like it's not in the Hindu Hindu sort mm. of canon or Hindu society, mm. that's not accurate. Like Dalits have been suffering this for like last two thousand sure. years. Mm. So well, what happened? Abhimanyu was a lynching. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Abhimanyu why? Because he was surrounded by men who laughed and bashed him to death. Arjun son Abhimanyu. Okay, but that's okay. That's no even otherwise. I mean, context. like the Manu Smriti is basically a guide to lynching. <laughs> so that but another thing uh, more than the lynching part one thing just went under the radar in his speech hmm. so which was about the eco- economy so he said uh, we are having a lot of discussion about growth and everything but we have a uh, 5% gdp rate right now and one can show concern about it but there's no need to discuss it yeah no, i, I, I think that's if we discuss it it like all the business people and traders they might start believing it and then it'll get worse and all hmm. that, which self, is like a crazy thing to say yeah Yeah. So he, if somebody is in business or trade, he'll know what is happening with the economy. You don't need to tell them. <laughs> but don't talk about it loudly. Yeah. yeah. So we have a letter from uh, Sai Ganesh. He doesn't want us to read the entire uh, letter, but basically he says that he's from Tamil Nadu and he thinks the best way for the country is to have a DMK, ADMK sort of system. You know, one party alternating between two parties, and you don't want a complete uh, capture by one party like. right now we have the bjp without any opposition and uh, so he was basically is talking about the fact that though he doesn't support modi he's also wondering if journalists are always just too critical of the current government and if there's a certain glee even when there's something wrong that's happening and you can see real damage because of a government policy that's gone wrong there is a certain glee in journalists because they like the fact that they you know the government is failing so 
He says, basically, he's asking if the media should report positive stories also. And have we made up our find that this is a fascist? I don't know how lightly this word gets used. I don't like how lightly this word gets used. Um, yeah. Basically, if we... So should we do also should we positive also talk news? About positive stuff what is your view, Madhu? Are we too... Uh, as in not... As in us, but generally the media too critical the media of Modi. too critical of Modi. Or and nothing positive gets reported? You know, I always believe that journalism has to do uh, a critic yeah that's our uh, that's our usp not usp as much as like obviously it's the old thing that we don't report planes landing safely we report a plane crash. crash obviously but i think with the uh, kind of so-called journalism that is now surrounding us which to me is no longer journalism but complete propaganda on all sides uh, from right, right wing and left and everything, I am actually reassessing that statement that we only we should only report plane crashes or negative news. I think now the time has come, we have to reassess journalism again and take a look at how uh, there are other kinds of stories to be reported, other than just politics, other than just. Uh, all the negative stuff that's happening. I think there is the time is ripe for a new kind of journalism, where uh, which could be categorized in many ways, maybe social journalism, uh, social in terms of social impact, impact, the kind. Of, and there's no shortage of stories of people doing amazing work in small towns and villages and everything. And I think the time has come actually, not just giving doing like, oh, we've got to do a positive spin. But I think that real journalism, we have to go back to real journalism, such as the time in the 70s, for example, before the emergency, in the 60s and 70s, where people went out to villages and actually did reports. And well, actually... Many know, of those happened, but yeah, the overwhelming... The, the legwork is gone. The legwork is gone in doing stories like the Bhagalpur blindings and all that required legwork. You go out there, the, 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 uh, I'm not saying only positive stories, but the real stories of trafficking, of all these kind of things. Okay, these are cliches now by now doing that. But I think we it, there has come a time that we really have to reassess how we do, how, what kind of journalism should we be doing? Anand, what is your view on this letter? Or his question rather? No, I think... Uh media or anything, any platform where information is a casualty, that should be avoided. So I think journalism and media, if they take this default position that they are going to be anti-establishment or draw some kind of romantic vision of their profession out of that, or, uh, or draw some kind of, uh, say, power by being pro-establishment. Now, I think information is establishment neutral. So whatever brings you more information should be preferred. Whether, suppose you are going against the government and you don't tell your readers and viewers that there is a policy which may benefit them mm -hmm. and you don't discuss it. There are, there are some constituents of a policy which may be benef beneficial for the people and just because you are anti-establishment. So then information is a casualty there. Right. So, uh, and, and so goes for the pro-establishment uh, media also, where you are not critical enough of the deficiencies in a policy. Hmm. So 
I think uh, information should be the priority. Pro NT is not it. Second, I don't think that there is lack of legwork. I think there uh, there are too many people in media now uh, who are going uh, ready to do any kind of legwork to survive. So uh, I uh, so where on television do you see any stories being done? Prime time, not 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 TV. Yeah, TV. I think the model is different. I, I I don't think that is because of lack of willingness of people to do work, but because of the editorial leadership or the agenda they have. Or the model, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, whatever the reason is, is not being done. Yeah, eighty percent yes. of the revenue comes on the two and a half hours shouting yeah, match. So the, the point is, it's not mm. being done. Journalism is not being done. Stories are not being done. Mm. It's just that when there's a crisis, when you know three people have been killed or there's something that, but the r- stories of in-depth stories of going and investigating a story fully. I'm sorry, I disagree with you. It's not mm. being done. Okay. So second thing, just a, a bit mm. about that uh, puja, uh, sastra puja mm. thing. So. You see, in public sector undertakings also, there is Viskarma Puja, which is essentially a puja of machinery yeah. or anything that helps you in uh, perform, uh, doing technical stuff. People worship vehicles also and this. And in public sector and undertakings like bail or sale, Mm. Uh, so or uh, so um, these pujas are performed it's an extension of that only and see this is also an artificial uh, division taking the european model of secularism and applying to and applying that protocol to a nation of believers Mm. So uh, these fault lines emerge from that, this kind of uh, kind of silly season debate. Uh, if if you see, I I think uh, a lot of values in the constitutional, uh, say, the what is called constitutional patriotism is a bit, uh, um, say, artificial in Indian context since it has been imposed from the above. But just a bit of information for listeners that if you get an original copy of the Constitution of India, it has a lot of paintings of Hindu gods and goddesses. Mm. If you see original copy of Constitution, in the margins, it has a lot of paintings and it was perhaps done by Nanlad Bush. So, it is not to say that uh, uh, this is the religion here, this is the only religion here, but this is what we have inherited from thousands of years, and that, that's why the constitution makers put it there. They, uh, they commissioned its paintings. Mm. There. So, uh, and a lot of, there is a lot of other steps. So, it, uh, I, I think it is all, these things also are extension of that only. Yeah. Miraj? So Good uh, news, bad news, any news? Yeah, so what Madhu said about it all being political reporting right now, which is true, and it's not even political reporting in that sense. It's just like basically this minister said this today, this one said this today, this one said this, and then in the opinion columns you have punditry. It's not mm-hmm. even like that. Basically, uh, tweet ko leke news banata. Yeah, and there's, there's no, no there's no insight as such. And this other thing that government programs are not like being publicized and all media is not the government's publicist. They have a department for that. Mm. And information, yes, information, that is the primary goal, but also the truth. Mm-hmm. So information can also be used to misinform like we have seen for the last five, six years. That's what has been happening. Fudge data and like misleading yeah. data and stuff. That is part of it. And like she said, that is the bread and butter of journalism. You go into the field, you get the stories, good stories of ordinary people. Right. That is what it's all about.
But yeah, I, I, Madhu, I wanted, I was dying to discuss Trump. Now, you know, many people say, why should we discuss Trump? Because that man fascinates me. For those of you who don't know, he is being, the Democrats are doing an, uh, a proceedings for the impeachment and they have subpoenaed some documents and they want some people from the White House and the external affairs, what do they say? State Department. State Department to testify. He has said, no, we will not give you any documents, we will not testify, I'm, I'm, I don't have to. This is a kangaroo court. So they're saying, no, you have to, that's the rule, you know. <laughs> so I was listening to the commentators, basically what Bush, uh, Bush will run, what Trump is doing is, he's pushing everything to the limit like Boris did, that, okay, challenge it in the Supreme Court. Let the Supreme Court rule on it. Like you break every rule, but so I think, you know, Bill Ma had predicted this a long time ago on his show, that even if this man loses, he'll refuse to vacate the White House. You'll actually physically, marshals have to go and get him out because... He's just refusing to do stuff. He's saying, I will not comply, well, the, I will not do this. The, courts, the US court has ruled that he has to give his tax returns now. But he still hasn't. No. So that is one issue. Secondly, like his <laughs> phone calls are like, you know, to the to Aragon. Okay, yeah. you know, okay we're removing the US forces. Go at go kill the Kurds. No, or that I'll finish your economy he talks like a mob <laughs> boss man he's yeah. mad yeah so you can't i mean he I, I, fact is that he's been living that life for so long <laughs> that it's impossible for him to change his style of thinking he's just not presidential in any form his conversation with the ukraine president and that press conference they held afterwards hmm. where somebody asked the question and the answer is so amazingly funny from the ukraine president on whether he was threatened or not uh, it's so clear that this man ha is completely out of control and thinks that he can bully and and uh, push people around but any way he likes. The film made but on now him I think it's reached the edge because uh, even Fox News' survey says that 51% of the American mm. population want him impeached. impeached yeah. So I think he... It, and But the problem is that... Not the problem, but the, it is a fact that impeachment is a very slow process in America. Yeah, but election have, would have come by the time. In fact, this he'll probably may gain from it because he'll stretch it out and then election is upon him. Then impeach, karo, na karo, matlab, ab election that's hai, what I, like I read some of the people saying that's exactly what is going to happen. If it doesn't like uh, start think, fast, so he'll drag it on until the elections. I think it's for in terms of looking at it in capitalistic terms, uh, in capitalism in America... Uh, he's had the most best promotion for his business in many ways. His uh, daughter and son-in-law have made $72 million while in the White House. He, his brand has become... Yeah, I don't but know I mean, if I'd it's okay, actually, if it's better, because that's debatable. Because mm. there's a hotel in um, downtown Soho in America, which was called Trump Towers, where the Japanese own it, but they bought the brand tr to call it Soho Trump. And, they aren't using it now. And he became the president and people, the, the occupancy rate went so low hmm. that they've now changed the name to Dominic. In fact, that's happening to one of the golf courses in the Middle East also. It was a Trump, yeah. this thing, they've removed Trump because yeah. it was... Really so I don't know, I, his tweets... How his, does someone say, in my unmatched wisdom, how do you see that? Yeah, I can't believe... But you know, uh, who had made the film on uh, Bush, Dabia? It was made by um, uh, Oliver Stone, Oliver right? Stone. Hmm. Oliver Stone made Dabia. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking who, you know, the, the film on this guy will be the real film. Yeah, He's such a, or even the film on um, on Cheney, Veep, Veep it's called, right? Veep. What's it called? Veep. It's called Veep or Veep, whatever. Veep, Veep. I think th that gives you, it's such an interesting insight because he's such an interesting man. I mean, on one level, he's so evil and another level, he is so, such a good family man. 
and how his daughters and wife are such a priority for him. Um, and I think that scene is a really powerful scene when he tells his, when George Bush calls him and says, why don't you become my vice president? And he says, okay, but don't expect me to uh, comment on same-sex marriage because, because his my daughter has is. Been, it's beautiful. Uh, yeah. and, and the fact is, is, that's where I draw the line. Not my family. Should. So I just think, you know, but shows different aspects of them. But I think with a film on Trump, will be too if they good. make it actually factual, the next generation who may not have read all the news or whatever will think that it's just a Woody Allen comedy that no president could be so crazy. And they'd say it's too far-fetched. They should have made it more realistic, mm. not realizing that <laughs> everything that is done is true. All of you listening in, uh, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.